0: We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our
1: food is unfit to eat, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. Ireland! The great and powerful Oz knows why
2: you've got to say i'm a human being god damn it my life has value. Been... you have meddled with the primal forces of nature don't
3: give yourselves to brutes men who despise you enslave you who regiment your lives tell you what to do what to think or what to feel who drill you diet you treat you like cattle use you as cannon fodder don't give yourselves to these unnatural men Machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. Yeah, thank you. You're beautiful. I love you. Yes. You're
2: beautiful.
4: Thank you.
0: It's showtime.
5: And now. Reality Rants with Jason Burmis. And who loves you? And who do you
6: love? Good morning, everybody. It is Reality Rants with Jason Burmis. I am that guy, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason for all the past shows, including the second hour and the uncensored portion of the broadcast that even if you don't want to participate in live, Two weeks later, these interviews, uh, these breakdowns, these watch-alongs, things that, in my opinion, are extremely relevant, are there for you, free. So check those out as well. You like what I'm doing, please consider supporting me over at Red Voice Media, as well as you can check out a lot of the individual stuff that I just did over at uh, the Clay Clark event. I'll also be posting My individual speech in full over at places like the Rockfin where you also got the Peter McCullough interview and you're going to get the Jay Dyer interview as well. It's important for me to put this stuff out in as many places as possible. Why? Because this is about the information. I saw Peter McCullough yesterday just killing it all over Infowars, not only on uh, the Alex Jones show, but also on Harrison Smith very gracious with his time, very smart and astute and sticking to what he can directly point to does not uh, delve into any of the the speculative things And I can respect him for that. We may not agree on everything, but at the same time, I know this is a genuine guy out there um, really doing the rounds. See Peter McCullough does what people that actually care about people do. They say, hey, this is important. I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna talk to everybody. I've been to four of these events now. I have not seen one person of the uh, caliber of McCullough. In other words, somebody who you see on mainline television who uh, has been very, very close to this thing from the very beginning. Go through and just take the time with as many people as possible. You also did a great uh, interview with uh, the Pirate Stream folks, which is now a part of t the the last American Vagabond. And I spent 20 minutes with them on their show yesterday, um, or I'm sorry, on Monday, we played, I believe it was on the uh, free side of the broadcast, my little 10-minute uh, talk. On the uh, premium side of the broadcast, I'm going to play uh, about a 20-minute we talk, 20-minute uh, talk we did inside. The the mic they gave me was kind of trash, so I'm sorry about that. But most everybody else uh, sounds really, really good. So that should be a, a good one as well. But just getting back to McCullough and, and how much he actually cares and how much media suppression was around him. It it, it is the inverse of reality that people like McCullough are pushed down and other people are elevated. And now I'm going to get into, you know, what most people see in the thumbnail. And they maybe if you're new to the broadcast, if you just come in because you saw my presentation on transhumanism or, uh, you know, you're a Red Voice media person and you've kind of got to know me in the past couple of months or weeks, et cetera. Why are you talking about the UFC and Conor McGregor? Well, because it's a microcosm for how the entire system works and how McGregor is a brand to a brand, a brand really to Disney, ultimately. And that's what's really scary. You look at Disney and how much media they actually own and control. And Disney's advertising across the board. Now, look, they can put out uh, crap, basically that a, a bunch of people just don't want and it's not going to do well. That That's still a reality. Buzz Lightyear or Lightyear or whatever it is, that, that's a great example. But they have advertising across the board. They have their stuff everywhere. And they're involved in sports. They're ESPN. Okay. That, that's part of the Disney bundle, the ESPN Plus bundle. And in the United States, you can't get a UFC pay-per-view unless you're subscribed to ESPN Plus, it's one of the few streaming services that I have just because of that, okay? So, Conor McGregor, I wanna be very careful about this because I'm not trying to get anybody sued. I'm only gonna show you what's publicly available knowledge, but I'm gonna hope that you have discernment, okay? There has been a multitude of stories, and information out there that I believe if it were anybody else and by anybody else, I mean, uh, a lower level athlete, a lower level political figure, um, even, uh, someone lower level in Hollywood, as long as the buck stopped with them, it would be everywhere. There'd be no hiding this anymore. And, And what am I talking about? The, the multiple allegations and stories that conor mcgregor is a brutal violent serial starts with an r ends with a not so great stuff how about we'll 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 say it like that for now until we go uncensored now and i've said it heavier before that but in these attacks and they are attacks that are alleged to have happened we're not just talking he said she said stuff we're talking putting people in the hospital and we're we're going to get down and dirty on this incident all the way back in December of 2018 and and by the way that would not be the first incident that was investigated or reported to law enforcement. So uh, all I'm gonna say to start is, when you have somebody that does these type of violent things to women, they don't stop. That's not not something that just goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 we're done. Especially when we're talking about the types of things that are alleged to have happened so why am I bringing this up now well there's a story out yesterday that we, when I when I read the quote for you okay of this woman saying allege what happens he she alleges that on a boat over the summer and now and now we're in Jan, uh, January January's almost done she's talking about like six months ago. It shows you the media suppression of these stories. And I'm going to show you even more real-time, big big tech suppression for an MMA fighter. And somebody that doesn't even, you know, win necessarily. In fact, been kind of a loser lately, but it doesn't matter because he draws money. It's a brand. Okay, this is, a, this is about protecting a brand. And it doesn't matter who gets hurt along the way. Harvey Weinstein, anybody? And don't worry, we're gonna make even more of a uh, connection there. Believe it or not, connections you're probably not gonna see coming. But you, you, you look at this right here. We're gonna start here, and, and this, this is what's out uh, yesterday. People are sending me, okay. Conor McGregor's alleged assault case reopened. A woman is suing the Irish UFC legend for assaulting her when on his yacht celebrating his birthday. On July 17th of last year, Conor McGregor decided to celebrate his 34th birthday in style with a big party on his yacht in the uh, Balearic Islands, uh, uh, I think in Ibiza, yeah. Passing through Ibiza and Formentera, among other areas. Uh, the, The party, though... Didn't go as expected. Oh, oh, didn't it, though? Since the Irish fighter himself was denounced by a woman who claimed to have been attacked by him, the alleged victim reported having been beaten when she was uh, rescued from the sea by a Red Cross rescue boat. She also stated that she had suffered bruises all over her body and several fractures in her hand. She accused uh, McGregor of badly hurting one of her wrists after having kicked and punched her, as well as forcing her to get out of his boat. Okay? I, I mean, <laughs> when she got to her country, she was assisted by a Spanish lawyer, and she was able to issue a statement to the Irish Garda, that's their police, for more than six hours. Okay. So she presented her complaint and took legal action against the UFC fighter as reported uh, by newspaper Ultima Aura. Okay, so I just want to say this. You notice that he seems to be protected by the Irish police. This is something that happened this summer. Okay, let me read read a quote from the victim who is actually named or alleged victim. All right, by the way, I can confirm a court in Ibiza is investigating an Irish national for an alleged crime of wounding. <laughs> for the alleged crime of wounding. You know, there there are videos out there of McGregor and and look, I, I've played some of them on, on the broadcast because we, we've been doing this now for literally four years. It's it's about four years now. I've been warning people. And uh, allegedly he broke this forget about just uh, fractures in, in the wrist. We think about that. Broke a fra- fractures in her hand and wrist. Maybe broke this girl's arm. It was if he was possessed. Okay? Uh Padricchio, uh I'm sorry, Paradiso de uh de Abiza. Uh, this is uh, uh the the uh report right here. It, it, it was if he was possess, uh, he was possessed. So I guess they didn't name her. That's the that's the paper. She claimed in her statement, "I knew I had to leave the boat because I thought he was going to kill me. We have common friends, and I have met him on a number of occasions. I can't believe what he did to me. I think he would have killed me if I hadn't left the yacht. Okay, so." that should have been a huge story everywhere. Think about the scandals with celebrity and sports stars. Think about the Mike Tyson stuff, all right, where that was a he said, she said thing. This guy has allegedly physically assaulted two women where he kicked and punched them. In the other case, it put put the person in a chokehold allegedly. We're going to do a lot of allegedlies here. Now, Disney is supposed to be all wholesome, isn't it? Isn't it? Now we all know that's that's a bunch of crap. But how how does this work? Well, before we get to another story, another bizarre story, by the way, McGregor's uh and I'll and I'll play this uh video because it's it's you 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 still have to like you know what's going on, but it's not sexually explicit. It's basically uh, McGregor on a boat being topped off. He, he's posting that after uh, the the cowboy fix. I mean fight, and which was right after um, this other incident that we're gonna go hardcore into. Okay where Cowboy was asked, the, they were all asked the press conference, and Cowboy's the one that spoke up to, to shut up the New York Times reporter, I believe it was, that dared ask about the, the case we're going to go into. Right after that, there's there's a video of McGregor in a bed, actually Jake Paul. And, and let, let's see. Let's see if we can bring that one up, too. Jake Paul trolls McGregor. But... Uh, with video of him in bed. Yeah, the thing is that uh, when you do things on Google, it's almost uh, impossible to find find a good result. And I'm gonna show you that in a second too. Okay, and I, and I don't wanna bring up anything uh, live right there, but let's see if we can do go to DuckDuckGo because we had to do it earlier and I'm gonna show you why in a second. Let's go to DuckDuckGo and see if that won't bring it up that video i can kind of play there it is right there so 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 first of all i just want everybody to understand how how google all right the authoritative sources the thing that eric schmidt wants to give you one answer on protects people i mean they're protecting somebody that's alleged to have done terrible things i had to go to DuckDuckGo to get that result and that's not the only one there's another incident I'm gonna show you right here okay where he allegedly <laughs> cornered a woman in a Corsica bar a married woman in a bathroom while he was with like his security like in the in like not not the actual bathroom but while you're waiting in that area and just whipped it right out exhibited his private parts all right? It's back in 2020. So, you know, I typed in McGregor Corners Woman by Bathroom, and it's women. I, I, I typed. So that's the, the the suggestion I get. And then this right here uh, is, is the new assault case. There's nothing. The McGregor Landing Bed and Bathrooms. Okay. There's nothing here. Nothing. in in the Google results with that same phrase. Okay, same phrase, duck, duck, go. First thing, second thing, third thing. (laughs) The top three results are exactly what I'm looking for. Exactly what I'm looking for, okay? So uh, this video here that uh, Jake Paul is putting out, that's McGregor in bed and this woman, let, let, let's go right here because I, I, I want to see if I can find an image of it or just just the video of it because I don't want to play Jake Paul's video. It's like 10 seconds long, but maybe we'll just go there. Oh, see, it's MMA crazy. Exactly. Good thing I didn't go and, and touch that because it didn't have anything on there. It's just a thumbnail for nonsense. But that, but that is the video. I want to make that extremely clear. That's real. Uh, I've played the whole video. If you go back and watch my uh, my uh, coverage of that when that happened after the cowboy fight, I play that video. Okay, so he's not a good guy. The media portrays him as a family man. They show him on his boat and smiling with his kids. He's got his babies, and he's got D in the back. He's a family man. Right Right after the incident in uh, 2019, by the way, or I'm sorry, 2018, they had him in a purple suit with his kid in a purple suit at the Super Bowl. I wanted to puke. I want to puke right now. People like this don't stop. And and, and just to throw fuel on the fire a little bit of what, what a bizarre, I mean, this guy, he's not there. He's not there. So, you know, this was a story I kind of alluded to. McGregor's X-rated online activity leaves fans stunned. Yeah, because he's liking um, videos of dudes doing the old tosserton. Okay. I mean, like (laughs) a man pleasure himself posted by a Twitter user called Bro Goals AF. Okay. So, so. You know, basically when, when somebody you follow, and this guy's got almost 10 million followers, uh, like something or repost something, it'll show up in your f- feed. This is how gone he is. All right. Or somebody's having fun with his phone because, you know, I, I, don't, I don't even want to get into the possibilities here. Okay. But now we're going to show you the cover up. We're going to show you what no one else will talk about and how if we continue to allow this person to not be in jail more people will be hurt let me repeat what we started with this latest incident allegedly happened six months ago where he kicked and punched a woman and tossed her off a boat where she was rescued by the red cross he's a family man he's in the new movie roadhouse oh He's he's the new Patrick Swayze. Okay, so we're gonna put this uh, for all the for all the newbies. Now there's a ton of newbies out there uh, over in um, the YouTube feed, and you can share it amongst if you if you're over by Rockfin. In fact, we'll put it in the Rockfin feed too. And by the way, I appreciate the Tipsky and Hutch over at the Rockfin, uh, Hans Amir. Connor and Dana should be in jail. I hope uh, Scott buys one day. Uh, also, Jason, you cannot see my comments on YouTube. Also, they haven't uh, drug tested Connor for five years. Connor has done worse than uh, uh, thing than uh, John Coke Jones and has been punished uh, at all. Also, uh, Randy told Naganyu to leave the UFC. Maybe later this year, Naganyu and Randy We'll try to sue the UFC in D.C. Um, You know, I I do the show with John Fitch. We're constantly talking about the Ali Act. Um, You know, Couture's a legend. I I don't want to make this into an MMA show because, really, we haven't really talked about much MMA. Uh, Dana White, on the other hand, I mean, he's got the slap scandal. We talked about that on Mixed Martial Mindset. You know, if people are outraged about what Dana White did, Dana White covering this up. Is a bigger deal. And the fact that Ari Emanuel, who I mean, these are high-level gangsters. We're getting into the billions of dollars. Uh, they will cover for Connor. So I just I, I've got to point it out. We're going to start here on the thread. Let's see. And what I what I've done is as we go down the thread, we're also going to skip to the article itself. So Iris Central. This is talking to a police source. And that's the thing. The beat cops are good. The regular investigators are good. They want to tell you the truth. At the end of the day, there is no doubt that the young lady suffered a horrendous ordeal. The examinations and all, not so, all of the evidence shows that she was r-word and very badly assaulted in that penthouse suite now here's the article too afraid to give statement on alleged you know what by irish sports star and that's how they refer to this uh incident by an irish sports star all throughout the european media because of certain laws now I want people to think about this really quickly. Yeah, it sounds well and good that people that are accused, and by the way, looking at December 13th, 2018, okay? happening in December of 2018. And and is there any justice for this? Obviously, there doesn't seem to be any real prosecution of these high-level people. So then they can never be named, whether they did the crime or not. And if you do that, you can be sued. And you you put that in conjunction with the hate speech laws they have, huh? That's really good stuff, isn't it? Hmm. So you basically have a priest class that decides what the great narrative is. And if you're important to that priest class in any way, They'll protect you just like they protect themselves. All right, let's get to the uh, set. Yeah. Well, Jay, that's one story, Jason. That That's just one story that you got a scared woman, you know. The woman who accused an international renowned Irish sports star of you-know-what-and-battery at the South Dublin uh, Hotel Penthouse is too terrified to make a formal statement to the police. On Monday morning, police were called to the woman's home where she was made uh, initial complaints. She alleges that she met with the famous Irish sports star in a Dublin while socializing with friends. The woman and sportsmen who were known to each other then went to a high-end South Dublin hotel where she alleges the uh, attack took place. It's pretty a brutal attack, too. We'll see, we'll see how far we get down the line and what we do on the uh, un- uh, uncensored portion of the, uh, broadcast. And really, look, I, I know there are some people out there that are like, why do you do YouTube anyway, Jason? They, they're just such a censor box. Why don't you just exclusively do it here or there? We want to reach people and bring people over period. Okay. We, we, we want people to share the information. I have a whole thread here. That's zero Jason Burmes, and, and look at what we really got at the end of the day. Some of these things. Yeah, we got a couple it's been, this this thread has been around since 2019. Couple hundred retweets and likes. Couple hundred. And then on the bottom something like this, under a, I mean come on guys, you want to help me get this stuff out and show people that Disney, ESPN, the UFC protect alleged brutal violent rapists that don't seem to be stopping and are physically assaulting women, you know, join the party join the party. So it's a pretty big thread. Mum who who accuses, uh, or accused Irish sports star was found battered and bruised, discussing the statements made by others, eyewitnesses, by the way. These statements are hugely detailed and complex and go into the minute detail of every aspect of the night of attack. So uh, right here, here's the article here. Okay. L- 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 that's what the, they had established. They they have to examine CCTV and other details. Forensic examinations uh, have also been carried out. All right. The women uh, met. Uh, we we got that part. Traveled in there at some point between midnight and 3 a.m. It allegedly occurred. Um, the the woman is a mother of a young child and is a, a, in a relationship with another man. Okay. Sources said the sports star has not been spoken to, and the woman is yet to make a statement. In fact, he turns himself in, uh, I believe, January 17th, and they just let him go. He says it's, what, consensual. And and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, let's see. There were reports that uh, basically McGregor had showed up w- uh, with a lawyer before being named Okay, and then being sent on his way. The police are yet to speak to the sports star and are unlikely to do so before the alleged victim makes a formal statement. Police are eager to speak with the alleged victim and friends she was socializing with on Saturday and Sunday evening. Yeah, eager indeed, and then you get all this. I I mean, (laughs) there will be a lot of CCTV for the investigators to examine, and this will be critical. The woman made a report at a Garda station in South Wales, uh, West Dublin, and has not made a statement. By the way, um, and we'll do this live. Let's let's see what Google brings us. Because six months after that, he was alleged to drag a woman from a bar and um, let's just say oral. Okay, let's see if we can bring that up. We're going to McGregor. Drags woman from bar, and we'll type in oral. Thumbs it up, subscribe, and share. Okay, so that, the POV, POV thing, we have that video. We're going to wait. So that's what comes up when, when you drags woman from bar. That's what Google gives you, okay? Or punching man in pub. Let's see what DuckDuckGo gives you, huh? Let's see let, let, let's see if we can get some duck duck goage. Uh that's flash the private um parts. Let's see. No. Dragged over bar fight. Wow, that one is a tough one to do. So safe search is off. We've got news. Um I'm gonna type.
0: Oral,
6: let's see, here's the civil lawsuit, Um, assault allegations, MMA mania. There we go, forced. Well, we don't wanna put that up there, obviously. No, we don't need to get into that. So let's see here. Everything we know about, and when's this from? 2019, okay. And uh, the thing is that this is New York Times garbage. It doesn't go anywhere near it. See, at least the uh, they have the Irish Times stuff and they have Sportsman. Okay. That's, uh, it, it's just, this one is one of the better articles. So at least there was some out there, but you, you even had um, Ari there. Uh, what's his name? He, he got... Uh, Ariel, I'm sorry, Ariel Hawani. Ask, ask McGregor. Oh, in due time. In due time, I'll have a woman allege that I beat her and chased her off a boat later. Okay. She was choked during the ordeal. Oh, oh, that's that's lovely. Okay, choked during the ordeal. There were marks of choking around the woman's neck shortly after the incident on Monday morning. Again, multiple articles. And nothing. And we haven't even gotten to the really hardcore stuff with this. And I, listen, I've been around a long time. And I'm very, very, very lucky and uh, blessed to have an audience that, in large part, will at least support me with a thumbs up and a share if they can. Okay? And I had never, ever had videos that were thumbed down as much as my initial videos on uh conor mcgregor and the story we're going over today never not even close wasn't even ballpark i i had videos where there were more thumbs down like wasn't like 60 70 uh 60 40 70 30 like burmas you're a liar There, there were trolls in the audience telling me it was rory mcelroy who was the the sports star or some rugby guy that was in a totally different case i'm like no it's none of those things we're let's get out of imagination land now some of that uh certainly speaks to this idea of the celebrity culture that we're all engulfed in right and how we we feel like we need heroes sometimes and you know you don't want to believe your favorite sports guy or your favorite hollywood person is a bad person especially with this type of stuff but but then you also have to get into you know trolling bot farms it's a real thing it's a real thing and uh, if you don't think that when you look at some of these search results for me bringing these stories up that have happened that i have covered in the past that there isn't a massive PR team out there, not only making that happen, but having people in the comment section, Blad. she, oh, what was she doing on that boat, Jason? If she didn't want her hand and arm broken, she shouldn't have been on the boat. Go Connor. Proper twelve whiskey, Reebok. Like, you know, that that's that's. So as this latest alleged victim said, he looked possessed, looked wired famous sports star accused of doing that to a woman in Dublin was wild eyed during two day bender hours before alleged attack. Really weird. And you know what? You can say all you want about the sun or the daily mail. At least they covered it or the mirror. They covered it, you know, at least they covered it. And the New York New York Times, I mean, they whitewashed it in many ways. They, they, that's kind of what the New York Times does. Even when they cover something real, they whitewash the hell out of it. You might get a little good information after their their list of uh, actual misinformation, disinformation, and lies. But at the same time, you know, they they whisper the truth here and there. But it's a whitewash. All right. By the way. Um, uh, he was previously accused of attacking another woman in recent months at a separate venue prior to this okay so the two-day bender one okay right here oh he, he was accused of more really Inter- interesting huh right there look at oh wow wow I mean this one's not the beginning can you imagine how many people haven't reported this guy? And he'll continually do it again and again and again. There was a member of parliament out there, um, you know, talking about Irish sports stars gripping with impunity. Okay. Irish sports star in Dublin Hotel faced other assault allegations. Other assault allegations, really. And I'm sure that the bathroom incident that's all that's all made up. I'm sure that this woman just got a little too drunk and slipped and fell off the boat and nobody rescued her until the Red Cross got there for a reason. I mean, it's probably a probably a party. My God <laughs> I mean, my goodness folks, okay? so a, a multiple there are reports of previous incidents that have also involved the sports star and members of his entourage in Ireland. These may be revisited. Doesn't seem like they get revisited when you're worth billions. Doesn't see that. And people people were like, oh, she's a gold digger. Meanwhile, she is in a deep state of distress. She's absolutely terrified. She was allegedly beaten viciously during the incident. And she is terrified for his life. She is in absolute fear. Part of the problem is the Irish sports star is linked to people who are dangerous. Seems old Mr. McGregor might might be, uh, you know, connected to some Kinahan, a.k.a. Irish Mafia. You, did you know that, folks? That the Mafia is not just Italian? That organized crime uh, is well and alive throughout the world? Were you aware? I mean common knowledge. And and apparently uh, Mr. McGregor might have some friends in the business. Forensically, the hotel has been identified and examined by forensic experts. CCTV has been downloaded and they have spoken to staff. The woman has handed over blood stained clothing to the police and that is now being examined. Okay. So, I mean, think about this. They got physical evidence. They got CCTV co- footage corroborating it. They got eyewitness testimony corroborating it. No arrest. No, instead, she uh, she's still so terrified, all right, that and, and traumatized, doesn't know what to do, and then finally makes the formal statement. Uh, I believe somewhere in, the, in in the range of a month later, and this guy says it's consensual. I'm not sure about you, and, and let's have a talk before we get into um, going down more, more of the line here with, with how this works and how, again, if they, if big tech can censor for a sports star, if Disney can sell you on this guy, if the vast majority of the world looks up to someone like this as a hero, what can't they build? You know, what, what persona? can't they sell you on all right that's a a huge deal it's a huge deal and uh, let's be real with ourselves personally and i would hope that all of my audience not some not the vast majority but all of my audience in their sexual encounters with other people not only are they consensual but you've never hospitalized a person ever during a sexual encounter. I certainly haven't. I don't personally know anybody that, you know, I would call a friend that has done anything like that. And in fact, I I don't know any, any enemies that hospitalized a woman through consensual sex. That's imagination land. And yet here we are being gaslit on the idea that, you know, McGregor, th- this is an alleged incident when he said this was a consensual incident. And when I read you the details on, on how badly beaten this woman uh, was, well, you tell me. Again, Carl Rove let you know, everybody, they create reality. Oh, he's a family man, buy his whiskey. He's a contender in the ring. My god. So, um here are the WhatsApp messages. Again, all this stuff was available I mean late a uh, late to the party when when I'm when I'm putting this out in December of 2019. Cuz really it was uh January of 2019 when I started doing this. So you know, fourth anniversary right now. On the fourth anniversary of me reporting on this stuff, we got more stories and more things happening. So let's see. Um, must be right here. Yes. Let's do it. Let's let's bring them up. So I I've done separate videos on these, and uh, I was able to look up these people that you can see, um, what their names are. Okay. For, for instance, you see, uh, Pippa Doyle, I believe Pippa is one of the journalists. Let's see. We'll find out. Okay. Pippa Doyle. Yes. So you, you have, um, these journalists that are talking about McGregor and what's happened. And uh, the investigators they have on the inside. All right. McGregor is getting named uh, for, you know what, tomorrow or today or tomorrow. The male UK and Ireland pulled all their staff into a massive meeting about it last night. Oh, poor D. Oh, it's so unfortunate that his wife doesn't speak up. And she's in the situation. Yeah. They're the ones breaking it because obviously over in the UK, they uh, they can't afford to be sued for millions uh, and millions if he claims it's not him. So they, people were telling me that the WhatsApp messages were fake. And and, and obviously they weren't. And they talk about the investigation. And wait do you hear what they say about that investigation. Um, the inside track on the McGregor incident. I can't say this is a hundred percent truth, but sources have spoken to one of the detectives working the case Sunday night. McGregor and his goons are boozing in town somewhere. Don't know which bar. Exactly. A bird comes up to him and he introduces herself and says that her boyfriend is friends with Aaron uh, McGregor's boyfriend and Connor is giving um, it the big one in front of his mates and starts saying, uh, would you go out, uh, coming over to take, uh, talking about your boyfriend, tell the truth. You're looking for, uh, the ride and his mates are all laughing and she's like, no, I'm not. And it ends with him telling her he guarantees he'll be riding her later. So, you know, apparently this is in the bar prior now, obviously this guy's on a two day bender and, uh, I would imagine the nose candy is involved in all this. Later on, the party moves back to the Beacon Hotel in Sandy Ford, and uh, uh, what, she comes back to the uh, session, and McGregor is trying it on with her um, one, and she is like, get off, and uh, starts getting handsy and physical with her. She ends up slapping him, okay, and he flips and beats her up and holds her, so again, this is a group party. Um, so holds her down and you know what's her. She's on her period. So he actually anally rapes her. I mean, you know, I've been trying not to say the R, R word. And When you get to this part, it's pretty terrible. Okay. She's obviously distraught and goes straight. Uh, to SATU in the Rotunda. And SATU call the guards who arrive uh, there and try to find out what happened. They don't get much uh, info out of her other than uh, she was in the hotel on the south side somewhere. Not sure why they thought it was uh, Dublin too. But the guards in Perth Street and Donnybrook get assigned anyway. Uh, But here we go. This is where it's alleged to have happened. But then McGregor and his lawyer present themselves at Blackrock Garda Station the next day looking to give a statement. And the guards in Blackrock are like, why the fuck did you come in here and told him they didn't know why he was about uh, and, and left. So apparently he just shows up and then later on says it's consensual, showed up with a lawyer. Huh. Then somewhere over the next few days, it uh, came to their attention that the incident happened in the Beacon, and that's why uh, he came to BlackRock. The girl doesn't know uh, what she wants to do now, whether she wants to go through with the complaint or what, so we'll just have to wait and see. But that's the story from a semi-reliable source. And again, I'm not saying this. I'm reading what was out there. Uh, the detective dealing with it is now is very experienced with sorts of cases and has dealt with putting away uh Dwyer. He's F totally. I saw her four days later. She was in bits. So she must have been in a right state after it happened. In other words, four days later, she is beaten. He didn't use a condom, came inside her, left her covered in bruises. And she had throat injuries, which were consistent with someone held in a chokehold like the ones he applied in the ring. His DNA is all over And again, um, he uh, tried to ride her vaginally and rammed her tampon up into her cervix. So she had to have it surgically removed. Always oh, kind of stopped there for a second to let, let people know really the gravity of that situation. Okay. And uh, you know, I wish that wasn't the, the way things were, by the way, uh, you know, so during all of this, RTE, which was a European uh, outlet, leaked that McGregor um, had presented himself uh, in connection with the uh, case. And it was, in fact, him. They almost got fined a massive amount of money for someone doing that. And then only one in 12 rape claims advances to conviction over in Ireland. One in 12 this one obviously didn't. This one obviously didn't folks. Okay. So, um, as I go down the line and kind of wrap it up, you know, this person turned down a million dollar cash offer still didn't get their day in court. Uh, my brother, uh, sent me this. Um, and basically it's, it's, he was claiming, and I don't know whether this is, uh, true or not that this is the alleged victim who had a Twitter and hasn't posted since uh, 2020, all right? But at least somebody is out there um, posting what's actually going on, you know? And and all of these are just allegations. I'm sure where there's smoke, there's not fire, especially in this case, when uh, continually things like, you know, women are having things broken on a boat and you're not hearing about him for six months. You know, Let's put that into perspective. Can you imagine if some kind of a, like, poli- can you imagine if Alex Jones broke a woman's arm on a boat? I mean, or, or Donald Trump or Donald Trump Jr. Or Roger Stone. Can you, they broke a woman's arm on a boat. And then the, the person had to be rescued by a Red Cross uh rescue boat. My my god. Just just wow. Just so much wow right there. huh reminder, uh McGregor is uh the type of scumbag that also uh bent the knee for uh the the uh COVID-1984 nightmare, and I want to show people uh, what he was all about during that.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello, Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland, to our president, Michael D. Higgins, to Vice Admiral Mark Mellet, to Garda Commissioner Drew Harris, Chief Medical Officer Tony Houlihan, Leo, the two Simons, Mary and Michal. I respect you all greatly, and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. I want to say that while we are all currently debating a full lockdown, I feel that we must. Any time spent debating this is needless time from the clock. I know a good tough fight when I see one, and we have one on our hands now. I want to call upon my people, the great people of Ireland. This fight needs us all. We are all in the red corner together awaiting the bell. So let's gather together and ring the bell ourselves, including the people of the rest of the world. True lockdown must begin, and it must begin now. A lockdown together, a lockdown united. We must close our airports. We must close all non-essential business. We must cut all non-essential travel. Commissioner Harris and Vice Admiral Mellet, we must prepare and deploy our units to all and any known built-up areas across our country now. President Higgins, you must give these great men and women the power to enforce this task if necessary. However, I know that when the true seriousness of this is understood, as it is becoming now, our great nation will oblige and impeccably do so. It is time for a full lockdown and we are ready. Powers that be, I am calling to you all. The fate of our great island depends on it. This is my proposal and I pray that we can make this happen. We need to take the same measures of of some of the heavier affected countries, only we must do it in quicker time. We have the advantage here in that we can see this coming. We can see this coming. But if if we do not act on our advantage, then we cannot expect different results. We are not adhering to social distancing, at least not to the extent required to halt exponential growth. A lockdown will facilitate this. It will reduce transmissions. It will take the pressure off of our frontline staff and it will allow us to identify all of our cases. These methods are stringent but necessary and have worked in China and Hong Kong. (sighs) Ireland, we have got this. Not only do we have the formula, we have it ahead of time. Let's go, Ireland. Let's go, rest of the world. Lockdown united. Together we stand. God bless us all. Oh, God bless us all. Together
6: we stand. Get off me boat. This guy. That's the guy. Making big dollars. Big dollars. Big dollars for Reebok. Big dollars for ESPN. You know what? During the height of that scandal, it made me uh, gross. Let's see. Connor Reebok commercial. Because, you know, the fact that they actually geared it towards kids like MMA, whatever, but they geared this whole commercial towards children. And, um, I, I, we're just going to watch it because th- this, this is how, um, PR public relations works. Public relations really like psychological warfare for, for corporations. That's it. That's all it is. So Here's Connor in his Reebok ad. (laughs) He's a fighting toy. Sure, I'm gonna get a um uh copyright strike for whatever song this is. They're, they're hardcore these days. Um, but we'll stop it there. I- again, he's fighting all the bad guys. He's a superhero, he's a toy.
4: Connor
3: McGregor he can't beat So
6: connor mcgregor that's how they portray him what's the reality and and you notice how the, these things don't seem to be going anywhere in criminal court nowhere zippity dah. zippity a all right so on the other side of this we got about five minutes left in uh the free portion of the broadcast i do want to remind you if you just want to listen to it you can come over to uh the info warriors pod bean channel it's on all the uh major uh pod
1: uh
6: podcast apps even though I, I feel like we do a show here it's not just a podcast everything's called a podcast and shows are podcasts at this point um but we, we try to do an actual show here where we show you the documents we show you uh the actual news articles so you can go check them out check out the headlines we show you the censorship in real time all that good stuff um, it's not just uh, a talk show even with the like the Rogan podcast which I think they do a good job they they don't do the kind of job where you, you can see stuff in real time you know even when they show it up on the screen it kind of looks come on Joe come on Joe I, I realize you're getting a hundred mil and way 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 more. But come on, let's let's up the game. Let's let's get some clips like that. If I can do it, you can do it, and we we all can do it. Uh, Redvoicemedia.com/slash Jason or slash Uncensored. Sign up right now for only a dollar, and you get the first week. Um, then for every month, it is ten buckaroos, or you can lock it in. Really support the broadcast again. Redvoicemedia.com/slash Jason uh, at a hundred dollars for the year, knock two months off. We're not going anywhere. We're going to continue all the time. And and like I said, first thing is first. When we get on the other side, we're going to play uh, this just about 20-minute conversation with the Pirate Streams crew. Why? I love independent media. That's why. I think independent media is extremely important all across the board. Obviously, I'd like to grow Red Voice Media even further. And I know a lot of you guys are helping with that. Okay? But... I believe that we need to raise up as many independent voices as possible because you need people with different perspectives putting out not only uh, different breakdowns of documents, etc., but doing different types of investigations. Derek Bros, for instance, who's the conscious resistance and does stuff for T-Lab as well, is very different from myself. You know, when he... Uh, Gets into an investigation, he gets deep. He's making phone calls. He's on the road. You know, unless I'm doing like a documentary film or or having a guest on, and I love that by the way. I need to get more guests for the show. The problem is, my sleep schedule's still not there. Like I'll get done, I'll 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 run a few errands, and I'll, I'll realize I only got three and a half hours of sleep last night. So I'll sleep for another three and a half four hours during the day. Start doing my thing and then all of a sudden it's eight, nine o'clock. I, I think about what I'm gonna be doing for the next show already. Do a thumbnail, get it up there. I think I got my thumbnail up somewhere like 10 p.m. Central, maybe 10 30 central. I'm up at 5 a.m. I, I gotta get I gotta get into old man rhythm where I'm I'm in bed by 10 and I get that seven that sweet, sweet seven hours in a row. Mm, That tasty, sweet, sweet seven hours. Woke up to snow this morning. Snow guys, about an inch and a half, pretty wet. I had to to wipe off the the old car to get my coffinado here, which by now is ice cold. I know first world problems. Before we go to the other side, I do wanna remind everybody here that I am a documentary Filmmaker, Loose Change Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Invisible Empire, A New World Order to Find, and Shade the Motion Picture are free right here, right now. They're also at Red Voice Media. They're also at Rockfin. Uh, I want you to share these videos with other people. And I really, I, I feel like this is some of my seminal stuff, and it speaks for itself. We are also on a multitude of other platforms, including Band.Video. We're over at a bit shoot. We're on the Rumble. And by the way, over on Rumble, um, you can check out, I believe I put it up there. Let's see if the McCullough thing is there. Uh, oh, why why is why is the service not available? Come on. You gotta be kidding me, Rumble. You, you doing me dirty again? Uh well, we are also on uh the Rockfin and Podbean as well. That's where we're gonna be. And you can also buy me a coffee. Where's the where's the rockfin right here? So yes, Rockfin, we've got the Dr. Peter McCullough interview as well uh, that you can check out in uh, in full, which great stuff. I do want to thank all the people over at RVM that are cutting up pieces and putting them on Twitter and other social media. You can follow me at Jason Bermas, B-E-R-M-A-S. And with that being said, we are going to start leaving all of these other broadcasts. Rockfin, I love you, and uh, I will see you soon. I've also... Uh, got a spot on Dustin Faulkner show later in the afternoon, too. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, let's see. YouTube, Arriva Derchi, Twitter, we're donezo for now, Zo, And Rumble gone. Okay. There's a there's a childlike wonderment out there as I leave these platforms. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it's not like I, I enjoy censoring any part of my broadcast, and I, I, I certainly – I don't love saying the word rape, and I, I know I caught myself saying it a couple times that I should be able to say it, but it's just like – I guess the, the more I feel I say the word rape, and we're talking about the Conor McGregor case, the more that I you know open up this uh, area where y- you're liable. Right, like Disney or ESPN or the UFC wants to sue you into the ground, and believe me, they can. They can easily sue. You. Like Ari Emanuel is a very powerful dude, like a super powerful dude, and, and brokering deals that like nobody has ever brokered. Uh, let me let me just show some people this. So when you look at Ari, okay, his ability, for instance. To return $400 million of an investment from Saudi Arabia into the UFC uh, when they were worth about to sell for billions is unheard of. Uh, You know, Ari Emanuel takes on the world, the world. And a lot of people remember the show Entourage. There's Adrian Greener and uh, here's Mark Wahlberg right here. Uh, That's who it was based on. Jeremy Piven was the Ari character. And you get down look, oh, Harvey Weinstein was Maury shaken. How about that? How about that? Birds of a feather, if you will. All right. We should be good to go, Um, which I believe we are. So uh, on this uh, end right here, let's see. Rumble is giving me issues. Hold on. So we, we're going to wait. We're giving them just a minute. Uh, let's see. We did get another um, chat from Hamza Mir saying also Paulie Maginale exposed Connor years ago before anyone else calling him a rapist. Ah, let's see what we got here. Bump bump. So hopefully again, guys, we're just waiting on the the producers before we uh, we jump into the next part of the broadcast. Dun, 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 you got it, dun, 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 bum, 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 this is it, <laughs> I'm gonna queue up the, uh, the pirate streams, uh, portion, and hopefully, Rumble will be going in a minute, and you guys can check us out, look, look how good we look over here, Look at that. look at this crew, look at that smile, huh? Well, still don't necessarily have the rumble going. So we will uh, wait another couple minutes. And uh, I don't want to say much because I don't want to get in a groove that we miss. Although I am recording this on the other end. So uh, hopefully uh, we'll be good to go in just a moment before we get going with the video. the videos, that's where we go Let's see what we got. Bum, bum, bum. And by the way, guys, I do want to thank everybody that uh, both supports me here on Red Voice Media and also over at The Rockfin. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this. And, and look at that. We have 73,000-plus followers there. And what, 70K? Still at 70.3. We've gained like 5,000 followers on that platform. While well, we can't gain 500 on YouTube, okay, okay, we are up. So with that being said, uh, let's let's go to this video of myself with the Pirate Stream crew. The
2: Pirate Stream Media is dialectical dissidents. We are here day two of the Reawaken America tour.
3: Nashville, Tennessee, baby. We got yeah. Jason Burmes with us today, rock star yeah. over here
6: dude (laughs) i'm good man i mean i don't feel like a rock star by any means and it's great that you're here um but yeah no i'm just pumped up man you know i always like to take these opportunities because obviously you know you've been here um certainly a diverse crowd from what i'm used to talking to even though now i'm kind of on i guess alternative conservative media with red voice
3: um like i said anytime i get to
6: have an opportunity to say something that is not only true, but very contrarian to the narrative a vast amount of people believe, I take that opportunity. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what it's all about. We're not here to preach to the choir, right? We always talk about echo chambers, and we even ourselves, I feel like, succumb to that every once in a while. Can't
3: we all do? Yeah.
6: And uh, I just think it's really important always to get another perspective and another viewpoint and have a conversation.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 the ancient art of conversation that doesn't exist in this country anymore, right? We just right. argue and yell at each other, right? It's, it's important. Well, it's an interesting thing in general, like you mentioned yeah. about, you know, this is definitely a more right-wing uh, rally in general, right? But I've met a lot, we've talked to a lot of people that really do see the real, what I would just think is the crux of the problem, right? So what are your thoughts in general for those that may not know about what I we call the two-party illusion and the, ta- the concept there and, and how hard it is to argue or, you know be associated with or discuss these things from other people's lenses whether left or right no it is tough um, you know
6: it's, it's funny because that's really why i'm here or how mm-hmm. i even got here is you know clay clark uh through an intermediate intermediary came on my show mm-hmm. and maybe five ten minutes into it we started getting into trump and i'm like look man i'm not banging the trump uh drum. <laughs> and he's like all right well you know and again Late, open to have a conversation. He's like, right. well, who do you like? And I said, well, I'm not a big fan of most of them. But if I had to, if I had to choose somebody, I go, you know, obviously Rand Paul stands out with the pack. I like Mike Ron Lee's Ron. anti-war stance. Ron Johnson's been good on COVID, yeah. but not really. Blending great. Them together, make one well, person. Yeah, right. if, if we could, right? Because I think that they all have their faults. Right. I go, but at the end I of the day, I wish
2: Rand was a little more like Ron. Dad, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
6: Ron's the OG, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you're probably not going to get a a politician that. I mean, at least I would agree with
1: more. And I
6: interviewed Ron Paul back in like 2007 when he was running for president in 2008. You know, mm-hmm. and remember what the, the right wing media was saying about Paul Tards. Oh, yeah. Paul Tards were the word. Yes. And he didn't have a chance. It Didn't matter how well he did in the Iowa straw poll or any of the caucuses. And, you know, the Sean Hannity's of the world couldn't wait to attack, right? Right.
3: So, I,
2: I mean, keep talking about how with the, you know, they kept demonizing him because he was an isolationist. Yeah. I remember that was the big talking point. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I learned this uh, relatively recently, but apparently Tavistock in 1913 weaponized that term, isolationist, to, to go to Wilson to get us into World War One.
6: And you see that with language even today, right? Exactly. You, you know, like isolationism, nationalism yep. is now under yeah. attack. Um, But, you know, to go back to the original question, you know, it was through that conversation and kind of us butting heads that I even got on this tour, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Because I'm not sitting there parading for Trump and I'm not sitting there boasting about Elon Musk. In fact, I'm taking a very different uh, approach. And then I I think it's
3: Faces of America. There's
6: some journalist here that Mm -hmm. clearly is here on a more left-wing agenda or mainstream agenda. And I could just tell by the conversations that we were having and I saw the look on her face when we were talking about elections and voting machines. I said, hey, John Kerry won in 2004. I'm not like here under any. She's like, what? I go, you can go look it up. Georgia, just one of the states, you know, it looked like he won and he didn't challenge it at all. And There's a reason Mm -hmm. for that. I'm like, he went to college with Bush in Yale. They're both skull and bones. They're yep. cousins yeah. on one side. Right. their ninth cousins on the other. Most of I, them are. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exactly. weird. And you know what? To, to her credit, I don't know how old she was. Maybe about my age. But I brought up the fact that Howard Dean, at that point, if people remember, he was the frontrunner. Mm-hmm. There was no question about it. He was on the covers of magazines. People were promoting him. Right. And then all of a sudden, just one media moment. And we're going to... Ah! And they burned him. Right. And I go, is that realistic? Did that really happen? I go, John Kerry couldn't have, didn't have 20 people at his events. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's the front runner. Right. So fake news, media manipulation, mm-hmm.
3: um, the uniparty—they're not new things. Right. <laughs> no. they're not unique to one side of it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's very—it's yeah, so interesting.
5: Well, I was gonna add. So I want to know your thoughts about like the whole World Economic Forum
6: uh, Davos thing that just went down. You know kind of the talking point is that a lot of the kind of the main big people are seeing it as maybe something they don't want to be associated with anymore. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Or do you feel like, uh, are we winning the narrative in that regard? Or do you, what are your oh, thoughts on tough. that? I don't know about yeah. winning the narrative, but yeah. obviously, obviously, we're those, seeping in I'll say this. Yeah. those that are engaged and know what the world economic forum is and are not on a seven to eight figure salary. Right. In other words, Regular people <laughs> yeah. more than likely do not have a positive yeah. viewpoint if they even know what the WEF is or Davos is. As far as you know, people not showing up, let's not forget, you know, there was some Johnny QAnon nonsense as things out there that Klaus Schwab's not gonna make it. Dude is spry for eighty four. Yeah. No matter what yeah. you think of the guy, yeah, he is spry for yeah. eighty-four yeah. and speaks a multitude of languages very well. I'd say English is actually one of his worst. Worst yeah. language, very well at French and German. So you, you have that aspect of it. Now, if you want to ask why maybe a Gates isn't there or mm-hmm. a Soros isn't there, I'd like to believe that one of the reasons is the alternative media presence there. Yeah. And, and you gotta you got to think that they knew Rebel News was going to be there. Yeah. you got to mm-hmm. think that they knew Turning Point. They
5: didn't want to get borla well, I yeah. mean, again, these are, yeah,
6: these right. are people, I'm, I'm sure that person was probably aware that there was going, I, mean, I bet you they even told people, listen, there are going to be some people that maybe are going to be adversarial. Don't talk to them. Right. I mean, right. they.
3: there's I, one with Klaus Schwab literally asking, are you independent media? Okay, no, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, Walking exactly, away.
6: exactly. Okay. Right. So I think that, you know... I, I, I,
2: Probably why they remember they have that narrative about how it's uh, the right wing uh, conservative media that has uh, disenfranchised the NGOs and that that's what they have to work against. I, I, did the, I,
6: did, I did the watch along with about half of the Brian Stelter misinformation, okay. disinformation. <laughs> that media. must have been yeah. tough. Uh, you know what? I, I couldn't bear it anymore and I stopped it midway. Well, you know, you had a representative from the EU, you had a Democratic congressman, yeah. and then you had the New York Times. Okay. So that made up the panel and i'll say this about the european union woman she at least acknowledged the fact that uh political uh, entities both people and parties would often call disinformation on factual stories because they didn't like it right Mm. but at the same time is quantifying this idea that you still need to censor and there still needs to be authoritative information we still need to drive people towards that and the european union as a multitude of laws against quote-unquote hate speech. Mm -hmm. And I am a free speech absolutist. I want to see your true colors. Mm -hmm. If you're
3: a bigot, if you're a racist, if if you're a genocidal maniac, let me know. Let me me know. Don't hide that, I want to know what I'm dealing with. And that's kind of like the the weird
6: thing about this is that when you get down to what the World Economic Forum is stating and talking about, you know, you get past the terminology of sustainability and equity and diversity and all these other things, And the nuts and bolts of it is complete regimentation of your entire life through a carbon-based social credit score on a move towards a post-human future. Because their idea of
3: transhumanism is whatever is biologically left of us is genomically edited and created by them. Right. And, and, and as we often talk about, the terms they use, sustainability, for example, they don't actually even, what they're on, on record is not leading towards sustainability. Like it's right. hilarious, but people shout the words and they say that. Right. You, you mentioned the independent media presence in general, but do you, do you think, or like how the effect it's had on the narrative? Like, I think what's interesting, do you think that the independent media itself as an entity is why these things were, like, let's just say the narrative we feel like, and that is the sentiment, is falling back or collapsing, or do you think that's an engineered walk back kind of release valve, because i'm seeing that a lot today you know what do you think it's a tough call right i mean when we're talking about media
6: and narrative management and whether or not it's having an effect i'll go back to like the beginnings of of hmm when I first heard this term, the Great Reset, I'm
3: like, they're really doing I, I Maybe I, maybe it took two weeks, maybe even a month before I really looked into it because I was just like, and I, and
6: I saw people I respect to mm-hmm. talk about. Spiro is one of the best right. people on Twitter. He went through like four or five accounts during that yeah. time period. <laughs> and, and that's the first one that like, because I'd heard the rumblings mm-hmm. and I'd
3: seen the posts, but I'd not seen any uh, videos on it. And he posted some video on it quick that was a clip. And i'm like are these people really saying this and right. doing this And it's then too it on was, the nose. it was just too much <laughs> it's exactly like exactly what like it sounds like the conspiracy theory that they would say that's ridiculous and they're saying it exactly they're still saying then, it right now yeah yeah and then <laughs> they, they did
6: produced pieces called the davos daily in these five to ten minute increments literally saying oh that sounds like word salad of some kind of a global conspiracy
3: and but it's not (laughs) but it's not well you're wrong yes exactly (laughs) and you know it's highly produced it's got the cut clips it looks it's very mtv generation Right, right? right And you're sitting there and you're watching it and you're like, well, the reason this is being put out is because there
6: are so many people that obviously look at this and that's going to be their first instinct. Mm-hmm. And I, I think by boasting about it and just putting it out in the open arena and saying these aren't the droids you're looking for is their approach. Now, is is that because of the alternative media? I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I think that our, our reach is actually much larger than they would like to admit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, they, there were many times. Um, in my past you know we're now we're talking about 15 years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I felt like the numbers of people that were awake or the power the alternative media had was inflated especially in regards to info wars which I was working mm-hmm. On. Mm-hmm. because you know obviously I was on the scene I saw things in the background and then I was going down to New York City for the anniversaries of 9-11 I was going to a lot of these events I was speaking at them mm-hmm. and you know a I would talk to people behind the scenes, and they'd say the same things, inflated numbers, et cetera, et cetera. But at some point, there was a tipping, yeah. and and I think that that tipping really, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was that slow build, right, from the Bush administration into the Barack Star administration, mm-hmm. up until pre-Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay, now when Trump enters the mix, I think that that because of The mainstream coverage of it, right? The fact that people were starting to watch the debates, even in like Mm -hmm. that normally wouldn't, right? right. They they just had that. It's a big thing, right? They they just that so that celebrity Mm -hmm. appeal, right? That curiosity of what was going to be said.
3: Tap into the sleeping giant of the voting crowd, and that's what we're trying. They're trying to recreate today, essentially. Yeah, and and, you know, and I watched all of those debates, Mm
0: -hmm. and
6: you know, and I told people even then, Rand Paul would be my guy. But if yeah. I had to choose somebody else up there, no one's telling more truth than Trump, whether, he, whether he's going to execute or not. No one's talking like him, you know, Ted Cruz ain't going to talk like him. You
3: know, he,
6: at least in his demeanor, he owned Rand up on the stage, even if Rand had a, had a better message. Right. And I think at that point, when you brought in people that were never interested in politics at all, and they saw their celebrity guy. That, again, in our generation, you know, Ryan, mm-hmm. this guy was all over television well before you're fired. I never watched that show. Yeah, I could not care less about that you knew, show. But you
3: knew about him. But I knew
6: about him. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I knew before that that right. he worked with the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he was on Oprah all the time. And yeah. he had a book out. and He owned a lot of nice
3: things. And, and he, he was a playboy. Exactly. Yeah. And he...
6: He ran beauty pageants and all these yep. things. He's very much in the forefront and had been floated around in pop culture that he would be president. That's yep, yep, right. not a new thing. So, by tapping into I mean, even that.
3: In
2: the 80s, they talked about
6: that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, when that starts to come to fruition, I think that's where we really see our tipping point in the, in the alternative media. All of a sudden, there's all these new pop ups. Mm-hmm. The mainstays obviously get a lot more popular. Uh, I also think that the Jones interview. With uh, with Trump, whether you like that interview or not, it had a cultural impact yeah, for yeah. people to bring in to the alternative media, and and I think that that's when they realized that because I totally believe that they tried to rig it for Hillary Clinton in 2016. I think that they had a certain algorithm in most machines that thought mm-hmm. we're going to be able to overcome a certain number yep. and didn't because exactly. the guy won by a landslide. I
2: agree
3: and I see. I, I might. T- I have a different take on that. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I well, that. just just, to, just to, since we're getting into it, just to yeah. the other side of it. I mean, the obvious alternative, which is that, that that was the plan. Right. That The discussion, whether we have WikiLeaks documentation that shows that yeah. they discussed making sure he was on that stage. Now, you could argue that's because they thought that would help her win.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But maybe not. Right. Maybe the point was to have this happen. And maybe he didn't even know that right and look at how this has played out today with the injection and the conversation about oh he's awful on that it. well this whole administration's terrible right let's let's be honest yeah, like there yeah. you go exactly I, it is the swamp I mean it's, my, it's the it's the exact opposite hey, so
2: my way. take I'm so sorry to interject here but no. my take is actually kind of a hybrid of the two I I think they had planned from a very long time ago the CFR wanted Hillary and Trump up against each other there you go. but I think that they did want Hillary to win and they thought Hillary was going to take us to the new world order she was going to be the, the fast track uh you know plan uh, for the great reset and i think that they did try to rig it this is just my speculation mm-hmm. but i think that they did try rig it they were not able to rig it because to the extent they needed to because they underestimated yeah, the populist movement
6: yeah no i i believe that too and, and again Here's the thing. This is why I think that they didn't want him in there, because they immediately removed anybody that was a loyalist and that was outside of the the regular D.C. scene. They demonized Bannon immediately. They set Flynn up. The, me- it, the media. No, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, not only the media, but I mean, all of Russia. Yeah, Russia. yeah, yeah right. I mean, that that's absolutely ridiculous. And right. obviously the media with that, but to set him up via the FBI and even have somebody like Biden who's mm-hmm. completely coherent at that point, okay? Maybe, you know, 2015, 2016, still pretty, you know, pretty much yeah. there. Talking about the
3: Logan Act to go after him, mm-hmm. this is
6: something I've been discussing for, uh, you know, well over a decade in regards to meetings like Bilderberg, where you're having these closed door meetings mm-hmm. with um, US establishment figures in government that are obviously setting policy illegally, right. you know? And, right. and you never heard a whisper of that, okay? Mm-hmm. We, we never heard a whisper of that, all of a sudden we did. So look, I think Trump's an anomaly. Yeah. I think he's also very egotistical yes and yeah. I don't he's not
3: the type of person to apologize and kind say like, I exactly. was wrong exactly that's <laughs> that's not great. It's not you know well, the other aspect to add to it is is ultimately the, the, the point that I make on the show all the time is that his presence pacified the most obvious resistance to what happened Yes. right because if Hillary was there, I make this joke all the time. when Obama was president he could sneeze too hard and people would scream martial law right and, yeah. and rightly so. Today, he literally enacts martial law, regardless of the justification or a variation therein, and they were cheering it, yes, because, you know, they think he's on his side, you know? And so that's, it's hard. The point is, we don't know. But right. the, again, to kind of wrap here, I think the point is this kind of conversation yeah. and dissecting the different inner workings and maybe ending up going, you know, we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what we need more of, in my opinion. You know? sure. so, so and I to think have through
2: you. it, you know, acknowledging the unknown, but exploring it and having a genuine exploration, we may get closer to discovery. Yes. Well,
6: you know what else we're not doing? We're not only not when we speculate, we tell people. Yes. But one of the things I totally respect about your work is we, we've never had a discussion
3: about a super secret squirrel source <laughs> from underground. Uh, right. right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Sources say. So, yeah, no, my undercover but intel I source my squirrel, then, squirrel <laughs> sources. Yeah.
6: Well the thing is like I've had sources before, you know, mm-hmm. especially during the COVID thing. I've right. had nurses that were in the new york city hospitals basically day one because they've worked for me as bartenders you're in the bar game you understand that relationship i was immediately texting them they were real people were accusing me of being a liar or making things up and i'm like look man i'm not telling you this is the defense department Mm, i'm not telling you this is my cia guy i'm telling you this is real Mm. and you can take it for what it is but my track record's good so many other people in this whether it's movement industry independent media Intentionally, in my opinion, either bought into the hopium or lied on purpose to elevate their their level in this game. And listen, I'm not here to grift. I'm never really like if I wasn't doing this professionally and when I wasn't doing it professionally, I was still doing it personally. Right. Yeah, because this is this should be a part of all of our lives. And, you know, just to kind of reflect back, I know we're kind of going over time here, but Martin Luther King Jr. Day just happened. Mm -hmm. And, And I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. My generation does not have somebody, has never had somebody, who was outside of the political establishment, who was so well-spoken and brought together people via a civil rights movement. You know, I played the silence is betrayal speech, not that I have a dream speech on my show, because that's the one where he started talking about poor white people and poor black people being put into this war machine and going overseas and how that's the new civil rights movement. Well, I got news people. Post 9-11, all of us better be on notice because the new civil rights movement is all of us. All yeah. of us, it doesn't Indeed. matter, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, independent. The people at the top have a plan for all of humanity. And That's if right. you read their own white papers and yeah. you yeah.
3: Practice, listen and yeah. to and their books. own speeches, it's You'll find speculating. out. Yeah,
2: it's, it's not there. speculating. It's there. Exactly. It's there in plain text.
3: Exactly. the eyes to see it. It is yeah. definitely in front of you. Exactly. Jason, you no, Nobody Jason, questions. tell everybody where they can follow and support you. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I do a morning show,
6: 8 to 10 a.m., Monday through Thursday, redvoicemedia.com. We give away the first hour, and you can listen to the whole thing always on Podbean. You can call into the second hour if you're into that sort of thing. I love that aspect of it. And then two weeks later, we give away the second hour, no matter what it is. Usually those are interviews or more in-depth things. I'm a documentary filmmaker. Loose Chain, Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Invisible Empire, A New World Order, Fine, and Shade the Motion Picture are all free, and they always will be and I want you to check them out and share them with others. That's the big thing. You don't have to financially support me. You don't have to listen to my shitty show. Okay? <laughs> I think that my documentary films speak for themselves. They stood the test of time and I, I think that that's a, a great way to get one of your friends to look at something because mm. movies yeah. are really the medium of today. It's not books or newspapers and yeah I, I get it everybody's tick out hmm. and they got short attention spans but if you can get somebody to sit down for 80 minutes to two hours on one of my documentaries I promise you
3: I promise you they will at least come back and have a conversation like yes. this. Yeah. yes yeah whoa bro you're the guy that did lose change no right. way well, man And, and to, to find final point though that's what the, that's the interesting point there is that these great documentaries came out and existed in a time pre what we're dealing with yeah, now, whatever yes, that yes. is. So they, they're not, they're, they're regarded as how they should be. Great pieces of work that really break in today. If you came out with them, they'd be called fake news, conspiracy yeah. theory, white supremacy, whatever, right? Yeah. So it, it has weight with these people. So thank you for your work. Yeah, man. thanks yeah. Jason. Appreciate thank it, guys. man. Appreciate it. We'll see you yeah. next time, guys. Thank yeah. you. Boom. And there it was.
6: Pirate Streams, T-Lab, Rebunked, Courtney Turner. Pretty, pretty good stuff right there, folks. Great conversation. Okay. Kelly Hokel. I call her Kelly all the time. You know, her name's Kathy, but I want to call her Kelly all the time. And maybe I'll just start calling her Kel-Kel. Kel-Kel Um, I'm just going to play it because, you know, this, this is the kind of stuff that I can't really talk about in the first hour because we are on YouTube. We're trying to bring people over. And, and by the way, that that's, Kind of a, a little bit of the controversy with this daily wire Crowder thing. Uh, with when we're talking of fifty million over five years, even 10 million a year, even if he wanted hundred look <clears throat> if if you can't find a way to make that work, I, I, I hear the argument on both sides. First of all, I don't like big censorship and at least people should know it. That, that that kind of money is behind it. And, and the bottom line is, when you talk about the stuff that is going to be um, behind a paywall, et cetera, that, that should be 100% uncensored, off the cuff, whatever it wants to be said, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. And, and that's part of the issue. And plus, YouTube is the arbiter of truth. There, there are rules that can kick you off at any time. You know, my my channel could disappear tomorrow. Maybe not for my video today, but a video I did literally a decade ago. Literally a decade ago, more than a decade ago. My channel's been around since 2007. Oh, that's a fa- we gotta get rid of him, gone. The AI bot algorithm may get you, okay? So so here's Kel Kel, Kathy Hochul, tell, telling you, no, we're, we're not gonna rehire any of the uh, workers we fired under our unjust hate and lies uh, mandate.
2: Our healthcare systems seem in desperate need of staff right now uh, we've had ambulances waiting five hours at our local emergency rooms to unload patients the hospitals the nursing homes say they're waiting for doh guidance on whether they can hire any of those
4: workers back
2: what's the latest with that
4: well we're considering all our options with respect to the litigation so i can't comment on that but i'll say that last year in my state of the state we put forth a plan to help retention also recruitment and a lot of those programs are just unfolding out $20 billion to bring back the healthcare system, including bonuses for existing workers, helping settle nursing strikes, which I get very involved in to make sure that uh, patients are being cared for. It's a problem, but I don't think the answer is to make, have someone who comes in who's sick be exposed to someone who can give them the
6: coronavirus. Oh. Um, let, let's just stop. Let's just stop. Uh, there is literally, I mean, think about the lies. That See, they get to say whatever. If you take a hate and lie shot, you can still transmit the virus. Let me repeat that. If you take a hate and lie shot, you can still transmit the virus. They never average. I mean, this person is basically still advertising the idea that, that this somehow stops or limits transmission. That's imagination land. That was never real. That's like that's that's fairy tales and unicorns and leprechauns and Keebler elves. That is.
4: Patients are being cared for. It's a problem, but I don't think the answer is to make have someone who comes in who's sick be exposed to someone who can give them the coronavirus, uh, give them COVID-19. I don't know that that's the right answer, but I'm pretty sure it's not. So we're exploring our options. But I think everybody who goes into a healthcare facility or a nursing home should have the assurance and their family members should know that we have taken all steps to protect the public health. And that includes making sure those who come in contact with him at their time of most vulnerability, when they are sick or elderly, will not. let
6: me, let me just, again, jump in here and, and show you what an inversion of reality of this is while this woman talks about your loved ones in nursing homes, feeling safe, there was no accountability whatsoever via the actual nursing home scandal, and uh, Kel Kel, Kathy Hochul's predecessor, uh, predecessor, Andrew Capo Cuomo. Instead, it was a little bit of grab ass here and there, and you're on your way out, a little non-scandal. instead of the huge scandal. So there's been no accountability of what's happened in the past. Don't worry. I'll continually lie to you, and you just accept what you're given.
4: Not pass on the virus. We lost 34 New Yorkers yesterday. What? All steps to protect the public health and that includes making sure those who come in contact with him at their time of most vulnerability when they are sick or elderly will not pass on the virus. We lost 34 New Yorkers yesterday. We have 4,000 active cases. This has not gone away as much as we wish it would. Couldn't there be other safety
2: precautions, masking,
4: other other mechanisms in order
2: to allow some of them back in i mean we're at crisis level here in our hospitals I, in particular-
6: I, I mean uh matt what why would you want them putting on a mask other than in any other situation where they'd normally wear one what 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 fantasy land are we in that this woman still gets to spew the lies that somehow the hate and lie shots stop anything
4: I, understand in the balance. Homes. I, I truly understand the challenge and the balance and these are never easy decisions but I cannot put people into harm's way because when you go into a healthcare facility you expect that you're not going to come out sicker than you went in I think uh,
6: and, and these demons in many cases expect you're not coming out at all you're not coming out at all you're out there well I mean you might get rolled out in El Body Bago And then they just go, oh, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. We're so sad. We sympathize with the families, right, (laughs) (laughs) Kel-Kel? So yesterday on the program, uh, on the second hour, I played uh, the interview I did with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and Nurse Whistleblower, Nurse Whistleblower, Kimberly Overton. Uh, I did a more extended interview with Miss Overton via Making Sense of the Madness, I think a little bit more than a month ago. And we have played this clip before. But, you know, since Mr. McCullough and I had a discussion about DARPA, since uh, he was talking more and more about the military aspects of this entire operation via InfoWars yesterday, uh, I thought it would be a good idea to play this Glenn Beck clip of the Tuck-Tuck. You know, when the Tuckins does good, the Tuckins does good. Uh, talking to Glenn Beck, and when Glenn Beck does good, he does good. Again, the, uh, the Whitney Webb interview, just top-notch, top-of-the-line, doesn't get much better than that. Seriously, just fantastic. So we've got the DARPA Glenn Beck Obviously, something else is going on. Obviously, this is a military operation. Obviously, they have their solution ready to go, defense department style segment. Again, important segment, more people have to be aware of.
5: Okay, big, big, big Tuckins, top Tuckins right here, top Tuckins. Being given powerful drugs without your knowledge by unionized teachers. What's appropriate response to this? Glenn Beck, our old friend, is the host of the Glenn Beck Radio program. Of course, he joins us tonight on the story. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on. So you're a parent. How do you? How would you respond to something like this?
1: Um, I file a lawsuit with the, uh, the teachers union myself. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe what's going on, Tucker. It is completely out of control. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why are they pushing this like this? What do they have to gain? Because it's not our health. I really don't right. believe that. Well, certainly not in the case of children where there is a
5: demonstrated and actual risk. No. It's not, you know, not to every child, but there is correct no. very little risk from coronavirus. No. So this is like crazy. So you've done um, some reporting on this, on some of the incentives we may not be aware of behind these drugs.
1: Yeah. If you'll tell us what you found. So, Okay, so uh, this is a two-hour chalkboard that is condensed into about four minutes. So if you <laughs> want to see the whole thing, it's at fauci.live.com. But I'll try not to sound crazy and tie this together. Gain of function, with which Fauci says never happened, happened in November of 2015. It happened with Dr. Barrett. It's, it was a published paper, November 2015. The USAID and Fauci with um, EcoHealth, or, yeah, EcoHealth they were funding it it was happening with the wuhan people so we know that but what you may not know is in november the same month that published paper comes out the united states begins a partnership with moderna and they are searching for uh, mrna coronavirus vaccines kind of a weird coincidence but wait it gets worse In this time, we skip to 2018, DARPA receives a proposal from Dr. Barrick, U.S. guy, uh, Dr. Xi from Wuhan, and Peter Dazek from EcoHealth, um, or EcoHealth, and uh, DARPA sees this and says, this is far too dangerous, we're rejecting your proposal. We don't know what happened from there, but we do know, just about 12 months later, in Wuhan, where Peter Dazek, Dr. Shi, the Bat Lady, and Dr. Barrick um, were all doing research on coronaviruses, about a year later, there's an outbreak. And it, the outbreak actually begins, according to documents that we, we have that have been smuggled out of China, that there were 10 hospitals involved uh, by October with patients that were uh, were now we now know are corona-like virus symptoms. They didn't know what was going on. Now, that was in October. Remember, we didn't know anything about this in December. We were starting to get rumblings. China said there was some sort of an outbreak on December 31st. But Peter, De- I'm sorry, not Peter Daszak, Dr. Barrick signs a uh, government um, deal with Moderna, I want to I want to read it exactly to you. This this deal was uh, made. It's confidential. It's 100 and I don't know 58 pages long. Um, it is. If I skip to page 104, they are entering a specific private, confidential agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring technology to Dr. Barrick, but th- what they're making clear is, quote mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by NIAID and Moderna. Now this is weird because it's two weeks later that we know there's a problem. They signed that deal two weeks before and they sign it with the doctor who happened to be a partner with the Bat Lady in Wuhan. Here's where it gets really dark. These are the same group of people that in the end of January begin to have meetings and they shut down and begin to smear anyone who's looking into the lab right. leak theory they they establish that's not true don't even look there it it appears to be collusion i you know we've passed this on to several people in uh, congress and the senate we know rand paul ha- is on this and dr fauci has some answers to give
5: Well, I just want to affirm what you're saying. You're the reporting, the amazing reporting you've you've done on this. Here's a clip of the recently departed NIH director, Francis Collins, admitting on camera that the U.S. government has a stake in the vax. Watch this.
4: Who's going to own that vaccine? Does the federal
1: government own it? One of the vaccines, the one that's furthest along, was started actually at the federal government and our own vaccine research center at NIH and then worked with a biotechnology company called moderna to get to where we are now with very impressive phase one results and getting ready to go into a large-scale trial as early as july that one of course we do have some particular uh stake in the intellectual property Hmm. this
5: just see i mean you are not making this up what you're saying is true i really quickly why is this not a front page story every all of the
1: All of the documents, we we spent about a year on this with people like Charles Rixley from Drastic, uh, with Judicial Watch, they were all FOIAed. These are documents that prove beyond, I think, any kind of reasonable doubt, something very wrong is happening here. Moderna had been turned down for any kind of vaccine research by everyone publicly over and over again, and now this test is being done on our children. This is the only time that anybody will admit they were doing any kind of testing on coronavirus research for a vaccine with Moderna.
5: It's just—it's just beyond belief, and I'm glad finally I, that someone is saying this out loud. Glenn Beck, I appreciate your reporting on this. Thank you. It's great to see you tonight.
1: Thank you.
6: And by the way, um, that—that's the Tuckins, and Glenn Beck looks genuinely upset after that Uh, i i figure i promised the video that this is the type of video um a scumbag like mcgregor uh posts this is it Uh, let's take a look here we go yeah wonder if it's the same boat that the uh, woman had to jump off. I'm not going to play the other 30 seconds. He basically, you know, selfies himself and there's nothing too explicit, but I I, I can only puke so much in a day in my mouth. So in other news, a couple other stories I want to hit before we wrap it up. I do want to remind everybody uh, that we do have a full lineup over at Red Voice Media. So if you're watching this, we got more shows coming up at the top of the hour. So many great shows over at redvoicemedia.com. Ray really killing it, putting together a big uh, package deal over there. Midnight, that's where we don't want to be, okay? And uh, the Doomsday Clock is now 90 seconds to midnight. And right now we've got a lot, a lot going on via, you guessed it, the war in Ukraine, conflicts with Russia, an out of control, um, mad predator class, injecting people with bioweapons globally. You know, no big deal. No big deal.
2: The members of the Science and Security Board moved the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward, the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight.
6: I mean, can you imagine being one of the people that's standing in front of the 90 seconds to midnight? Uh, I I really was thinking about this, Yesterday when I heard this story and Westworld is so damn accurate in so many respects of where they want to take us as a society, um, how they want to build AI and virtual worlds and entities that are, you know, in, in that transhumanist nature. And one of the things that we find out later on in the series uh, when we get to the AI and the person who's basically uh, utilizing the AI, we were talking about everything being, talk about track, trace, database, Internet of Bodies Managed, you name it, it's here. Masks on people, uh, subliminal thoughts, uh, you know, fake interactions with AI that you think are your friends, but they flash back. To a point in time where this uh, person is a child and sees a nuclear weapon going off. Pivotal moment in that series. I'm just it's so, for in my brain for some reason. The time of the wild wild west is over. You might know her from the WEF Brian Stelter watch along. Uh, but let's let's uh, hear what uh, is being said right here.
4: After Mr. Musk took over. The Twitter with his freedom of speech absolutism.
6: It's not, it's not freedom of speech absolutism. That's nonsense. It's 100% not that.
4: Um, We are the protectors of freedom of speech as well.
6: No, 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 you're not. No, no, you're not the arbiters of truth. Protectors of freedom of speech w- would be free speech absolutism. Neither are what uh, this woman is portraying
4: but at the same time we cannot accept the for instance the, the illegal content online and so on so uh, our message was clear we have the rules which has to which have to be complied with and otherwise there will be sanctions
6: yeah we'll sanction you if you don't follow the rules i mean it's it, i mean ugh. if you don't follow the rules there will be sanctions not lovely mike pompeo uh in my uh eyes basically trying to make a run for president trying to put out um a false narrative doing the bidding of the cia trying to play the good
1: cop here
5: uh it's it's obviously this is sensationalist but doomsday clock 90 seconds from from midnight uh midnight i'm just using this to illustrate that we are in dangerous times we always uh the world is a dangerous place but it seems even more so now with with putin and yeah. this war that's
1: unimaginable right we have a major land war in europe uh I'm, I'm glad the biden administration has provided the tools the ukrainians need uh what just breaks my heart is that they weren't able to deter vladimir putin from doing what he's doing and they've been slow and light so i'm, I'm glad they're going to provide these m1 tanks that the germans are going to provide the leopards i think that's the right thing the only way to end this is by providing them the things they need to convince putin he's got to stop this
6: mainline political warmongering here it is it's what it looks like
4: now, there are a disaster. lot of people who will say that the trump administration did much more to encourage putin trump himself
1: well i'll say this uh he took a fifth of ukraine under president obama he didn't take an inch of ukraine during my four years as secretary of state and within months of our departure he went back into europe I can't. I can't prove it wouldn't have happened if we were still there. But but here's my best evidence. It didn't happen. He, he, Putin respected us, right? He he understood. Right? We took out Qasem Soleimani. We 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 literally we pushed back.
6: Yeah. We we bombed a guy that helped us in the Middle East take out ISIS. But we really didn't want that to happen because ISIS was a tool of our military industrial complex. At the end of the day, you know what? That's that's probably going to be the wrap for me. Remember. Stick around. Um, We got another show coming up over at redvoicemedia.com. The links are down below. Remember, every single day that we do a broadcast here, Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., you get the premium for free unlocked, unlocked over at redvoicemedia.com from two weeks ago. And uh, the links are down below also to support this broadcast. I absolutely love you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. It is not about left or right, and always about right and wrong. I'll see you all on the flip side.